Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. I am so dang excited about today's episode. And the reason I'm so excited about today's episode is because I'm having my first guest. Yes, my first guest. And y'all, this is not just the beginning of me having guests on my show. I want to make sure that you get to hear about the work that these amazing professionals that I know do and how they may be able to help you if you struggle with their specialty uh, and if you want to learn more about uh, exactly how they can help you. I'm going to be having episodes about astrology, Akashic Records, love and relationships, um, trusting yourself and more with amazing guests. So please stay tuned, watch out for these episodes and these guest appearances are going to be sprinkled into my podcast schedule. So, so keep a lookout for them. So today I have a really dear friend of mine named Jess Rydell. Um, she is a love and life coach who completed her training with the Martha Beck Institute. Um, her ideal clients are twofold. Um, aspiring entrepreneurs who are tired of the corporate grind, as well as women who are ready to redesign their life after divorce. Uh, she has a really great uh, and popular Facebook group called Mystic Lemonade, so please check it out. Her membership is growing leaps and bounds every day, and uh, she does a lot of really cool stuff there. So today, um, Jess is going to talk about love and relationships, and today's podcast is called, Here's the One Thing That's Preventing You From Finding True Love. So if you're single and looking for love and wondering why Prince Charming or Princess Beauty hasn't shown up in your life, you might be doing the one thing that's blocking the love from your life from connecting with you. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk with Jess, uh, the expert in love and life, uh, about how to stop pushing love away. And she's going to help explain and tell y'all the real secret to creating and enjoying more love in your life. Hey, Jess, how are you? Hey, Janice, I am great. And thank you for that glowing introduction. I am both flattered and honored to be your very first live guest. <laughs> I've really been looking forward to this. So thank you. Awesome. So glad you're here. So I want my listeners to get to know you. So just tell them a little bit about yourself what you do professionally, and how you got started doing what you do. Just talk me through it. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, kind of had an epiphany a couple years back. Um, it was on my 45th birthday, and it was February of 2016. And my husband uh, kind of looked at me across the, the dinner table at my birthday dinner, and he said, how does it feel to be halfway to 90? And wow. I'll tell you. Uh, that was, uh, I was, at first I was a little miffed, you know, I was yeah. like, how dare he insinuate that I'm old. And <laughs> honestly, I think what he did not realize at that moment, Janice, is that was going to set into motion 
uh, you know, just a, a set of, of, of circumstances and changes that was kind of like a domino effect in my life because it really forced me to take an inventory of um, where I was in my life and, you know, the fact that I was still working for other people and, and in the corporate grind myself and feeling mm. unfulfilled and feeling, you know, like there's just, there, there was so much energy being given and not enough, you know, being received. There was a, there was a major imbalance in my life. Mm -hmm. So I, I decided in that moment that, you know, the only one that was responsible for this imbalance was me, you know, and took really full responsibility for the trajectory of what was happening and decided to make some changes. So I took my coaching course and, you know, in picking a niche, I've, I've always been um, just a very big proponent of, of love in general. I am a hopeless romantic. Um, I, I believe I'm kind of old school, you know, when it comes to chivalry and romance and, and just, you know, I want the fairy tale and the fairy tale can be yours if, if you're in the right mindset. So supporting people, um, you know, with using, say, a tragedy like a divorce as a springboard to a juicier life or supporting people that are in that same sort of moment where it's like, what is happening to my life? I am living the same boring ass year over and over again, as opposed to creating a life that I don't need a vacation from. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm curious, Jess, you know, you have this amazing topic today and loving, you know, finding love in your life is we all strive for that. So what it, what prompted you, like in your life, what challenges did you go through? What, what kind of hurdles have you encountered to really be able to speak from a place of wisdom? Um, and, you know, what did you have to overcome to be able to bring all of this wisdom to your clients and the listeners today? Wow. Um, and that's, that's kind of a, a deeper question. I, I actually, back um, in my 20s, I got married rather young and had kind of a, a, a really big heartbreak in my own life, Janice. When mm. I was um, when I was twenty, I guess I got married at twenty six, and by twenty eight, I was separated from my husband, and I had filed for divorce. And um, during that time, it, it was just it was an unfortunate decision on my part, I guess. But I wasn't very loving to myself, and I spent a lot of time living in my head you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, sort of, sort of reenacting re conversations and, you know, wondering what I could have done differently so that a certain set of circumstances didn't occur. So sort of fighting reality, essentially, which mm. I think in our 20s, we don't know, we, we don't know how to surrender and realize that our life unfolds and happens for us, not to us. Mm. And I, I spent a, a, some time in a, in a kind of a dark place and not being very loving to myself. And it, you know, it was also a time of growth. I mean, I really did some soul searching and some reading and got to know myself a little bit better and, and realized that, you know, lack of self-care and lack of self-love was sort of keeping me stuck mm. in, in, a in a loveless state. And I wasn't going to find what I was looking for uh, until I became happy with myself and began sort of, you know, projecting love from the inside out. Wow. So, well, yeah. Yeah. So I, I know we all uh, bring with us our history and our experiences. And, you know, when we get older, we, we acquire all this wisdom, you know, that we wish we knew when we were younger. 
but we know uh, divine timing is at work. And and we've all heard of the law of attraction. We've all heard of energy. We've all heard of uh, where our focus goes, where our energy, you know, where our focus goes, energy goes, and how all of that plays into what we manifest and what we bring into our life. So, I want. I'm curious. Talk to me about uh, what what is this thing that can actually block people from really getting what they want, especially love. I mean, I know so many people. Uh, I've struggled with it too. And, you know, I know all of my experiences in my relationships are purposeful and I've learned uh, one after the other about myself and, and all of my life lessons. But what is this thing that people don't know that they do that they think they're trying to bring love in, but it actually pu- pushes it away? What's the thing that they do that blocks Love. Yes, and Janice, it, it's so, it's so it's so simple, but yet so complicated and sometimes difficult to really wrap our arms around this reality. But in the very act of looking for love, just even using that terminology, even using that phrasing that you're seeking love or you're trying to find love. Mm. I, I wrote an article a couple a couple about a year ago actually for for LinkedIn, and it was like, stop looking for love, you know, mm-hmm. because. In the very act of seeking it, Dennis, we're making it elusive. And we are creating a distance between the love that we so desperately desire by acting as though and and, and behaving as if it is uh, a commodity that that is not abundant. And and the fact of the matter is, love is ever-flowing. Love is everywhere. Love starts in your own heart with your own self-love and love emanates from you. Um, there's a quote that I'm really, really fond of that is only the loving find love mm. and they never, and they never have to seek for it. And so, that's what, it. Go, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I, I just said that's, that's a really huge gift when you think about it because yeah. you know, love, love has to start internally. And if we realize it's, it's similar to, to money, Janice, like in, in you know some of some of the leadership um, summits that we've attended, in fact, the one that where where you and I met when we did that exercise about money, and that when we look at money as a scarce commodity and the fact that there's simply not enough of it to go around, we tend to invite the same energetic patterns and vibrational patterns around money that keep us that keep us between you know that keeps money from us, if that makes sense. Right. So. One of the things that I know you and I have talked a lot about, and especially when you brought up that exercise uh, that we did when we were working on, uh, you know, bringing in more abundance into our lives. One of the things that I, that I know for sure, and, and like I said, you and I have talked about is when you focus on what you don't have, you bring more of what you don't have into your life. And I know that people, I see them all the time. You see them all the time in your office who really like, all these thoughts about if you have love, if you are love, if you love yourself, they're like, please, that is beautiful. And I, ha- I can't get there. So what do we tell these people who feel like they're doing everything and they're going out on these dating sites and they're practicing their mantras and they're putting all of this effort into all of these things that, that they, they feel like really aren't working for them? How, what's the shift they need to make? to truly be in this space of uh, allowing and receiving that doesn't sound so flowery? That is a great question. And, and Janice, honestly, 
I believe the core, um, the, the kind of the secret portal to that is a real belief because we can affirm ourselves all day long. But until we're able to really drop into our heart space and make this our reality, yeah. that the love does come from the inside out. If, if it sounds like a theory, if it sounds like flowery gobbledygook, of course, you know, the ego and the mind are going to reject that. But if we are really able to sit quietly with our soul and allow this premise to, to just infiltrate our body and live from the space of being loving to ourselves, becoming love, figuring out, you know, how we can walk through the world with, with love and be the most loving of all to both ourselves and everyone we come into contact with. I, I do a little um, activity in the supermarket where I, I'm simply just with my own thoughts and I see people and I, I meet their eyes and they know that I see them and I silently wish them love. And it is one of the most gratifying experiences to That's just be wishing love to a stranger and yeah. they can, they can feel it. It creates an energetic vibration that is perceptible. Beautiful. So without a doubt, coming from a place of love, being love, absolutely is, it is a beautiful thing. And, and one of the things that, that I know for sure, especially when it comes to love and dating, no matter whether you're, you're starting out the dating process or you're uh, a seasoned woman or man uh, and you're back in the dating pool, it's, it's very easy to over-focus and focus on what's outside of you as if focusing on uh, the acts of dating or the mantras or the profile or this, that, and the other, that those things will bring in what you're looking for. And in reality, uh, and I know you and I have talked about this too, is that if all you do is focus on you, if all you do is every day find joy, if all you do is have a uh, an exciting life, have a busy life, and and date and just enjoy the experience of that without focusing on expectations, without focusing on outcomes, and just live, love will come. What do you think about that? I think I am I'm 100% in agreement with you there. There's, there's so much expectation. And once again, just in, in speaking about energy and vibrations and the law of attraction, when you come into a date with this air of need or frustration, like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, the last five dates I had were such a disaster. Like, what the heck is this guy going to bring to the table? Right. But, you know, you're so jaded. And, or, but you're also still in that clutchy kind of desperate state. Like, I want love. I want love. Mm. I want love. And you're, you're sitting at the, at the table, you know, having dinner or, or a cocktail or a coffee and, and, and emanating this air of need. And, and it's perceptible. And I think that's what some people mm. don't understand is mm -hmm. just, just having coming from that place of need <clears throat> is, is something that, that any person, whether consciously or unconsciously, they, they can sniff it out. They feel it. They feel it right. in your presence. Right. And if, if we can make the shift, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you a little story here because this actually, um, this is actually something that, that had really served me in, and just, just that perception of, of being able to be in a space and kind of emanate love or, or put out the message that you want to send on a subconscious level. So I'm going to tell you this story. So when I was um, going through my divorce in my late 20s, I was, I was just, I was longing for touch. I was kind of lonely. You know, your, your hormones are raising mm -hmm. at that age. And yeah. Everything's happening. And just to be able to connect with people, I, I long for connection. So 
I, I was an actor at the time and, you know, we were up late, you know, having parties after shows and things of that nature. And I got in the habit of giving my friends hand massages and just to be able to, to have that touch and have that connection. And I was at a party one night and a real snarky girl um, <laughs> kind of came, came over and I was giving somebody a hand massage and she kind of took me aside afterwards and she goes, you know, you know, Jess, when you do that, everyone thinks you're hitting on them like that. <laughs> and I, I kind of flipped the script on her and I smiled for a moment. I said, well, Hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of one of my secrets. One of my secret strategies is <laughs> I, I always, I always assume that, that everyone's hitting on me <laughs> and oh. that way, that way I have a much better time. Okay? Wow. Yeah. So, so just shifting your energy and going into a date with, you know, uh, they, everybody wants me. And, and if this one doesn't, oh my gosh, we're on to the next because the next one's going to want me even more. So like I mean, a goddess <laughs> attitude, really, you know, a goddess or a, a gut, you know, that kind of noble attitude, just really owning your worth. Owning your worth and, and being okay in, in your own company and being, being fine regardless of the outcome where you're, mm. you're able to go with the flow. And if it isn't this one in front of me, if he, if, wow, you're, you're, you know, I'm awesome. If, if he's not ready to pick up on all this great, good, lovey goodness, then wow, too bad for him. I'm on to the next, you know, awesome. I mean, just, awesome. just having, having a little more of a, of a, of a loose energy around it and, and enjoying the process and the journey and finding humor too. When the dates don't go well, oh right. my gosh, you have a, you have a great story to tell your girlfriends, you know? Right. So let me ask you, you, you've been working with um, uh, women in different capacities. Tell me about some of the unique results you've helped your clients achieve with the work that you do around this topic. Oh, that's a great question. Also, I'm I'm actually thinking um, in particular um, of of one client that um, I did a program with uh, back last fall, and just a lovely, lovely person. Um, but she really was able to take ownership of some of the ways in which she was pushing away love and. Mm. We, we even identified this in her basic language because, you know, she was in, in you know, calling the, the, the online dating scene a jungle and, you know, saying there's just no good guys out there. They're all crazy. So these sweeping generalizations were, were her belief system. And you get what you look for in this life. So, you know, it, if, if you want it to be a jungle, it's going to be a jungle. If you want it to be a, a ride at Six Flags, then, then let's shift our thinking and treat right. it like that, you know? Right. Um, so she was able to really take a look at the ways in which she was literally pushing love out of her life mm. with the statements that she was making, the beliefs and attitudes that she had adopted. Mm-hmm. And in our work together, she actually had a moment um, in one of our sessions where I think we had been focusing on some, some inner, some inner work and do what we did. We did a meditation and she just said, I, I just had this, this awakening, this, this um, idea that, that really hit home that I realized, and this is, this is a truth is that I, I, I somehow deep down feel as though I am unworthy of love. Mm-hmm. And it's usually subconscious. I mean, we all think, well, no, no, I'm worthy of love. I'm looking for it, right? I'm, I, must, I must be worthy. I must yeah. be deserving of it. I'm, it's all I think about. It's all I want. 
But if you on some level don't feel worthy of love, there is just no possible way you're going to call it in in the way that, that, you, that you really want it to, to be a part of you, right. you know, if you feel like you're unworthy of love. Right. So what, if, if you could say that there's uh, one of the most important things that you want listeners to know um, about why it would be important for them to seek your services, what would you tell them? You know, anyone who works with me is going to come out on the other side knowing themselves that much better and having some of the tools and skills to really manage their own thoughts around, you know, they, they say really what, what causes us pain and suffering and stress, Janice, and you probably know, you know, this as a therapist, it's not so much the circumstances. It's, the, it's our thoughts around the circumstances, right. our right. thoughts and beliefs that, that plague us, you know, the conversations that we have in our heads that never happen that, you know, for, that are based on, on fear and, you know, coming, coming, the, coming from a place of where you're constantly in a state of being fearful about the future or regretful about the past, you can never be at peace in the present. And on my journey, I've, I've had to learn to work with some of my own thoughts and my own limiting beliefs around, gosh, love, money, and everything else. And coming out on the other side, having done the work and having a newfound perspective where it's my belief that all thoughts that separate you from joy are lies. And wow. we can train our minds. We can, we can readjust those neural pathways in our brains to choose happiness. And happiness is an inside job, just like love and abundance are. It's all the same. So there really is hope for people who feel downtrodden uh, and just really do want love. It's, it's almost, it sounds so simple, but it is a really big challenge to refocus on self. Notice how you show up. Uh, notice the thoughts that you have and the feelings that they induce. Notice the energy that you bring to any situation you know, dating, dating actually can be pretty cool and fun if you don't attach an outcome to it. And, uh, and if you are attaching an outcome to it, that is when you got to seek Jess out because she, she is going to help you truly hone in on why it's so difficult to, for you to not be free and just enjoy and be in the present. So that, that's one of the things I, I get so excited to tell people about the work that you do. So, so before we do something fun, tell me how, uh, and the listeners, how they can get in touch with you. Oh, okay, great. Well, I, I do have, let's see, you can, you can definitely check out my website. Um, that just recently went live. It's Ageless Jess, agelessjess.com, um, A-G-E-L-E-S-S-J-E-S-S.com. I just, I just got my, my first troll. <laughs> awesome. My, my website went live two weeks ago and I had someone reach out and, and say, you know, um, glad you're doing this work, but I don't need a life coach because my life is wonderful, which I thought awesome. was very funny. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 They can also reach me at, at, um, Jess at JessRidellCoaching.com. And, um, I'll be happy to, to get on a call, uh, with anybody that reaches out, uh, via email or on the website. And yeah, I would love to chat with anyone listening to this podcast that, 
really kind of wants to do that deep inner work that's going to create lasting growth and, and spiritual change and a shift in thinking. Because as we mentioned earlier, it's all about belief. We can, we can affirm all day long, but if we don't believe the affirmation we're saying, it's worthless. Beautiful. So I want to close this with something that I love to do with people who uh, are guests on my show. Um, it comes from, I don't know, uh, listeners, if you've ever heard of Inside the Actors Studio, but these questions, like I love that show because uh, James Lipton is just so cool and he asks the coolest questions. And at the end of every episode, he asks his guest, all these famous actors, um, these questions. And so I, my guests don't know which questions I'm about to ask them, but really is, it's kind of a rapid fire. I ask you the question, Jess, and you just answer with the first thing that pops into your mind, uh, saying whatever it is that comes. Uh, and then Ooh, fun. we'll okay. come to it's like improv. So Jess, what's your favorite word? Trajectory. What's your least favorite word? Mm, um, dirt. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally? Magic. What turns you off? Negativity. What's your favorite curse word? <laughs> can I say it here? You so can. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's fuck. Right. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Uh, the sound of my dog crunching her dog food. It's the sweetest sound. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, um, nails on a chalkboard. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Ooh, I, I'd love to become um, a narrator of audiobooks. What profession would you not like to do? Accounting. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did good. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Jess, I have to say thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with me and to be with us. The work that you do is so important. And, uh, you know, the more people you can help to realign their energy and be present and enjoy life, like the better the world can be and the more love that there can be. Uh, and the more great relationships there can be. So I hope everybody has enjoyed today's episode uh, with Jess Rydell, Love and Life Coach, all about really understanding the one thing uh, that you can do to bring love into your life. Um, and if you've liked this episode, please just hop over to iTunes, just rate and review my podcast, leaving just a few sentences. Uh, I would love that. It would really boost the ratings um, and really more people would be able to find me. And um, again, if you'd like a reading on anything, just reach out to me uh, at 404-558-3971 or email at uh, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. As always, I wish you uh, a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.